Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Turn backwards. With Rick and Rick and Will and Gemma. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to Turn Backward a British-based podcast talking about Star Trek. Let me introduce our hosts. My name is Gemma Turland. Sitting to the left of me is Will Turland. Hello. Sitting to the left of Will Turland in in the same room is Rick Palmer. Greetings and, and a pleasure to be here. And sitting across from us over the airwaves and the magic of computing is Rick Everson. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Rick. <laughs> so we're, today we're um, so three of us are actually in the same room we because are. Rick, Rick Palmer has come over mm. to our house. Yeah. And um, announced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was planned. Yeah, we did it right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and and Rick Everton is joining us via the magic of the internet. So we're we're it, it's we're the nearly. It's, it's the closest we've been to our old style of recording. Yeah. Um, but the, I should, uh, um, warning, that shouldn't indicate that this will be of a higher quality oh, than any of God our no. other podcasts. If anything, <laughs> pro- probably the opposite is true, isn't it? I think so. Because um, we, we've had a few beers. <laughs> you have, yes. <laughs> yeah. Why are we, what are we talking about today, Gemma? Well, today, Will... Yeah. We are talking about the uh, most excellent um, of N- Star Trek Next Generation episodes, Shades of Grey. So yeah, Shades of Grey. That's the one where there's um, there's like oh, a there's okay. like a guy who has there's like a who has like a lady oh, who's in well, interested no, in him, and do, she's no, like sort of a bit subservient to him, and no. it's. It's a bit well, problematic. Can I but stop it, you? Sorry. Please. What you're doing is you're mixing it up with your favourite um, piece of literature. Oh, Again. Fifty Shades of Grey. You're right. <laughs> ah. It's not problematic if you're into that kind of thing. It's just no. as, as long as you have, like I said, boundaries and a safe word. Indeed. And you're both, you know, you're both fully In, into it. Into yeah. it. Yeah. The, I, the truth is I, I struggle with that. Joke because I don't know. I don't know Fifty Shades of Grey. I've not seen it. Or it does seem like the kind of thing I would have watched. I actually haven't. Um, and I think that joke would have been much better if I'd have been able to really be really specific about something from that story. But um, I failed. Yeah. So yeah. But you tried. I, I tried watching the first movie. Okay. About there twenty minutes. Just twenty minutes into, into it is all I could get. It was like, oh god, no. Get to the S and M. I just couldn't sit through it till t- to get that far. It just... Too much exposition, wasn't there? Rick? I've read it. It's not as mucky as it sounds like it's going to be. Yeah. No, it's... Well, that's not fair. I know. I know. Right? I mean, why else are you going to watch it? <laughs> I mean, I'd be well up for some mucky S and M with Riker if, oh, if we could combine these these two ep- the episode and the the, the well known erotic fiction, but. <laughs> I mean, actually, I know the full well. There are websites where people have combined oh. Star Trek episodes and erotic fiction. I, it's funny. I think uh, Jonathan Frakes. Rick, sorry, actually, Jonathan Frakes has specifically said he he would not be up for S and M with Rick Everson. <laughs> I remember him calling that out and stop sending letters. In that yeah, regard. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But actually, he said the letters weren't so bad. It was the drawings that he didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sad. They were highly detailed, Rick. Yeah. Like but uh, but also poorly together. <laughs> so like a sort of a weird mixture of style. I think that's what upset Frakes. <laughs> Anatomically inaccurate, I think he said. <laughs> what was that whistling? Yeah, what? Yeah, what was that? Was that you, Rick? Is that you? Is it, it was. Yeah, I will. I will. I will be. Um, I will be with you in a second. Okay, or, or five. <laughs> the I mean, I think it's fair to say that um, the Star Trek Next Generation episode Shades of Grey has very little in common with 
the mucky story Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> From what we understand, because I, d- I don't know that any of us have seen it. No, well, no, I haven't. Rick Everson has seen the first 20 minutes yeah. and gave up, so. He's left. Yeah, he's left. He's, he's, he's seen the first <laughs> he's two a, minutes of our show and left. Yeah, he's given he got up too aroused by our conversation. <laughs> I think he has. Yeah, <laughs> Well, He's I going would to say, the toilet for private times. Oh goodness! But eliciting <laughs> eliciting that sort of reaction or or any sort of reaction is not a uh, not something I would say the Star Trek Next Generation episode Shades of Grey has ever achieved. Which we're talking Which, about, ironically, yeah. is what, of course, part of the episode is about. Eliciting a reaction, yeah. Sometimes a mucky reaction, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, but it's uh, it's it's often um, considered to be one of the worst episodes of Star Trek mm-hmm. ever made. Um, and we, I, I suppose, this is our this is another episode in a sort of a, a sub series of episodes where we try and defend the undefensible. Yes. Oh yes, yeah. We haven't actually stated that, have we? No. It is an in defence of. Yeah. Um, episode, which we, we're going to struggle with. Yeah. But the main reason it's not liked is because it's essentially a clip show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the the the, 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 the the sort of backstory on this show is that at the end of season two, um, Paramount were not happy that um, a couple of episodes have gone over budget and over time. Those episodes were uh, Q Who?, the greatest episodes of Star Trek ever made, um, and Elementary Dear Data, and I assume that's because that's a, a heavy holodeck episode. I'm guessing it's like all the sets and the um, uh, costumes and, and stuff, and guess mm. that's what drove that episode over over budget. Yeah, and 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 Q Who. It's obvious to see. I mean, like that. That is a really big episode. Yeah, and the biggest episode they'd done to date, I would say. Um, so you could see how that went over budget. So, yeah. So apparently, Paramount said, "Look, we need you to deliver a, a an episode that can be recorded in three days, and that comes in under budget." And mm. um, the only way the the writers could think to do that was to put together a clip show. And yeah. So thus, I guess. So I guess for this episode, we're sort of discussing, does that conceit work? Mm. So we've established why they've done this episode. And that's the next, that's sort of a bit of a, there's some context to why this episode was the way it was. Yeah. But, mm. but within that, then how well does this work as a clip show? Because I think it's never a great show in, in a series, is it? No, I, I think no. they have them in The Simpsons and... In lots of different shows, and it's never yeah. going to be that your favourite, but there are ways of making it in such a way that it's at least entertaining. And I suppose in this episode, we're going to talk about that and how well it works in yeah. that regard. Mm-hmm. Can you can you think of any? Because um, some some TV series have done clip shows where they kind of subvert that clip show format, and they they do a clip show, but then the the there's like a kind of a conceit where the clips aren't actually. Right uh, from that show, I can't think of any brilliant. That's a great exa- idea. Yes, it is. I wonder if it exists. <laughs> it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> I just can't think of any good examples of where shows have done that. I think I and I don't know this. I think Stargate SG One have done a clip show oh. where they subvert the clip show idea. That sounds that sounds like it could be true. I, I really like Stargate SG One, so I should know that, but I don't. <laughs> okay. um, I'm sure but, Rick and Morty have done that. But they, that yeah. sounds like something where they yeah. would definitely, yeah, do. And I think in the Simpsons they've done uh, a clip show episode where they've sort of subverted the the clips to some extent. But um, yeah, in this episode it is just a clip show. It's a clip show to save money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's probably to be fair. It's probably it. It predates the um, the concept of subverting a clip show. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, this is the this is where it was, well, not where it started, but this is yeah. But yeah, it was like um, it's nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, when they made this one, and 
Um, so the episode starts off. Not actually doesn't start off too promising. No. Basically, the opening <laughs> is uh, Riker's in a forest, and he's like, "Oh, I've hurt myself. I've scratched my leg." It's like Georgie, have a look at this. I've hurt oh, myself. Georgie's like, "Ooh, what's wrong? Something jabbed me here in the calf." Ooh, it's like brilliant. So the most exciting thing that could have happened in the episode have ha- has happened before the start of the episode. Yeah. But, I mean, that in itself is not... I don't mind that too much mm. if it then leads on to... You know, the, the base... The, the story is that he has been infected by something on a planet. Mm. For, right, and so let's let's get down to why he got infected. He got, he got scratched by something yeah. because, on a planet that no... No one has ever been on. Yeah. They're going down to do a geological survey in their pyjamas. Yeah. Once again. And then one of them gets hurt. Yeah. They they had no, absolutely no protection. No, no hazmat um, suit. No, you know, not even a force field. No. So, and uh, Riker got spiked by yeah. a vine, yeah. basically. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. The The episode is so intriguing that you don't know. <laughs> right. All you know is he's been hurt by something. Mm-hmm. But I love I love the, 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 even the sort of teaser opening is boring. <laughs> like Riker's like, oh, I've hurt myself. And Jordy's like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll telephone, uh, we'll yeah. telephone, uh, telephone the chef and see what they think about it. But it's like, it's so low key. Yeah. Um, I read that the, uh, in the original script, there was going to be a sequence where it was described as if the forest came alive and attacked the away team. And um, but because it was a budget-saving episode, they didn't do that. They <laughs> scaled it back to before the episode starts. Riker Riker pricks himself on a spike, <laughs> and that is all that's happened. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. And we, but we do get, we get like actually probably the highlight of the episode is a, re- a really short scene where um, Pulaski shows up in the transporter mm. room and she has a bit of a, a bit of bants with O'Brien. Yeah, and it's, it's actually pretty good. I, I think so. She uh, puts him in his place. Yeah, yeah. What what is it that he? Um, oh, he makes a bit of a he makes a bit of a snide remark about how she is afraid of the transporters. Mm. Well, it's a it's a joke. Yeah, she it's makes, a, yeah, makes it's a, a joke. joke. It's a not a lighthearted joke, I would say. But yeah. she snaps right back at him, doesn't yeah. she? I hope these are the right coordinates. Just kidding, Doctor. I know how much you love the transporter. About as much as I love comical transporter chiefs. Ah, solid bird. <laughs> nice on plan. He's like, sorry, miss. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, it's good. It's probably about. It's probably the best line uh, in in the episode. In a, <laughs> in a what's what's really a pretty weak script. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the stories. There seems to be things in the story that don't quite make sense. So they have the mm. ability to filter out microscopic organisms, mm. but not this one. For some yeah. reason, yeah. Uh, which okay, I mean, maybe it's not on their list. I yeah, think. it's not on the list. <laughs> like, it's, it's not coming in. Or, or ironically, or, yeah, it is. It is coming. coming in. In. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's not going out. Ironically, um, so yeah, I I felt like this story had a, there was potential there for an interesting story. I think it, I think if this opening scene had been for a regular episode, I think it could have been quite a good episode, but. Mm. Because maybe we wouldn't have we wouldn't have had the sort of the conceit going forward that introduces the clip show element. Mm. But, yeah, but that never really happens. Yeah, I, I I thought that I didn't mind the idea of, um, and I think there's there's even a bit of dialogue that that Riker has with Picard with where they they talk about how the you know, the danger of exploring strange new worlds mm. and how... Why do we go it's... down in our pyjamas? <laughs> why yeah. Why do we keep going down to really dangerous planets in our pyjamas? It's silly. Because, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm noting this negative attitude down in, in your report, Riker. <laughs> pyjamas is how it's been and pyjamas is how it's all stay. <laughs> in fact, I'm beaming you down, back down to the planet right now. 
Um, but it is, I, you know, it is actually an interesting idea that they, they faced, you know, they faced the Borg, they've encountered the, um, the Ferengi, who have like laser whips. They've encountered the skin of evil where, where Tasha Yar has been killed. And it's, it's an interesting idea that they would get to the end of season two. And what if Riker is suddenly in mortal oh. danger just because he's got spiked by a random plant yeah. and, and they, they can't deal with it. It's, a, it's an alien uh, organism and they have no way of treating Fighting, it. Yeah, which is in itself a really good and interesting and mm. It's a shame they didn't realise it. Fully. No, because it's is it's not a bad idea for a bottle episode. No. And if they'd have made it a, a really interesting character episode, they could have made it all about Riker, or they could Facing have made this it... this kind of lacklustre, empty death. Mm, which yeah. I think he did quite. I, I liked his performance in that. When you, mm. you you did have a few moments of it. Um, him trying to put on a brave face and keeping chipper for everybody. And, and I yeah. think he did a good job of that. You're a very entertaining patient. I try. Yes, you're making quite an effort to be cheerful. You of all people should know. But the, the problem that they, they face is that that, that kind of three-day recording time <laughs> <laughs> means that they have a little bit of that kind of thing. And then they just... Um, they just go into the clip show conceit, and that's where the episode. Yeah. I mean, it's. I would say it's unfortunately, it's a bit dull up until that up until that point, and mm. then, and then it and then it gets really dull mm. because we're just watching seemingly random clips of other episodes, yes. which are Riker's memories, and it's um, oh, it's not, it's not great, is it? It's not great. No. Um, Rick, you were saying you actually kind of like the... uh, Because we actually get to see a bit of invasive surgery in this episode. Yeah, so so leading up to the the clips that we see, and this is the point where I think where Pulaski has identified some sort of therapy that she can use to to kind of keep Riker along, Mm. keep Riker alive as long as possible. To kind of to kind of do something to his main like his like his, his brain basically mm. yeah to stop to stop the microbes or whatever they are the the well, that's kind of invaded his nervous system yeah, yeah well, that's I think she says it's 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 reached his spinal column yeah which automatically means um he's he he passes out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which may be true we've, all, we've all been there <laughs> yeah. yeah um. And so, it, but it was good. To, you don't normally see um, sort of hard surgery in Star Trek. Usually, mm. it's like a, a, a tool that's kind of waved over someone, or or someone's put in like a piece of machinery that kind of goes like woo and starts doing something. But in this, we we, we sort of see probes go into his skull, and mm. I like that element of it because mm. it it was it was something that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, I quite like the actual prop that they use to um, probe Riker in the head. Like, it's it's pretty cool. It's like a big old thing that they sort of wheel in and and place around him. And it like it, you know, it looks like it's it, it's quite convincing the way the the kind of probes stick into his head. Yeah, finally, like, it's not bad actually. You see, like I mean, like Rick said, yeah, it's it's nice to be different from all the sort of the wavy scanners and stuff. But also, you know, there's like massive great spikes. Stuck in his skull. <laughs> sometimes you got to do that, you know. Sometimes so. even, the, even in the twenty fourth century, it's got to poke someone in the head. Yeah. Do you know? It reminds me though. It reminds me of descent. It reminds me of descent when um, Law has data do stick massive great spikes into Geordie's head in, in in sort of pointless experiments to turn Geordie into like a into a Borg. Um, so it's, it's, it's just weird to sort of see a very similar prop used to um, in a very different kind of thing, rather than to save a life, to essentially torture someone in a later episode. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. But they do torture him, don't they? I suppose they actually do, because they, mm. well, first of all, 
seem the first clips that start up seem to be quite random. Yeah. Um, but as it as it turns out, they um, they were sort of all about relationships, aren't they? Yeah. Well, that, then, that's what we surmised. Yeah, it took us a while to, to <laughs> we we were discussing that heavily. It's like, what are all these clips actually about? Um, they seem to loosely about be about relationships, and then Pulaski and and Troy cotton onto the idea that the the emotions of these memories are affecting the mm-hmm. organisms that are in Riker's brain. Um, they've quickly forgotten about how his leg was infected at this point. And <laughs> <laughs> well, it started out in the leg, didn't it? It's gone up his, his um, yeah. sciatic nerve into his spinal column and then into the brain. And then, you know, that's... Yeah, I guess. That's... it's just I'm just thinking about the end of the episode. They've basically defeated that organism with feelings. Completely, and yeah. I, I'm still mm-hmm. like, but what about his leg? Since <laughs> <laughs> that still have the basic perfection? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a dead leg. He talks about <laughs> he's got a dead leg, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's some of the most dramatic <laughs> moments of oh, the episode. Oh, Rank is like, oh, my leg's gone dead. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> This is the strangest feeling. My whole leg just went dead. It is. It is. It is. It's I'm an incredibly right. dramatic moment. It's like zoom in on this panic face. Like my leg's numb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, have, you, have you just sat on it? Funny. You're, you're, you're alive, but your, your leg's still rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They could have, like, in the, the final ad break, they could have upped the ante and have him, like, accidentally bash his funny bone. <laughs> be like, oh, my arm feels so weird. <laughs> that is horrible when you bash your I mean, that could have been a three-part story. Definitely, definitely. I mean, that is definitely, that is worthy of a season finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, after a while, we, we realised that all of, suddenly all of Riker's, uh, dreams that he's having are all um, really mucky, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it turns out that's um, that's actually what's oh, no, that's quote the... from because oh, I can't remember what, what did you say. Something wrong? <sighs> no, it's just that Commander Riker's emotions are rather passionate, as in erotic. Very much so. Something like, like, are they sexual? And Troy's like, yeah, they're, they're absolutely bonerific. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> she's just got, she's like, he's got a rock hard boner under his thin pajamas. Look. Erotic. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, she like does say. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, really erotic. But it turns like turns out that that organism um, likes it. likes erotic. Yeah, it likes uh, the sexy thoughts. times. So they it, have to yeah. gender. No. Yeah. It. They have to try and make Royka, Royka think of <laughs> Royka. <laughs> they have to make Royka think of really, really bullied things to happen to her. Yeah, we have to make Riker have memories that aren't aren't like sexy times. It's like, for God's sake, it's Riker. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they, they have to resort to making him remember things that he wasn't involved in. <laughs> like, <laughs> cutting to the end. Like, he remembers things that happened on the Enterprise Bridge when he wasn't even there. <laughs> so that's the only non-sexy thing that happened to him. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. I suppose to Riker, mm. the the only non sexy memories are the ones he isn't in. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Then basically, a big uh, compilation of all the most violent moments of the first two seasons. Mm. A lot of which come from conspiracy, where he gets smacked about by an old guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the um, thing is, that, 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 I was looking at, it thinking, there's some, some good high kicks going on in yeah. there. Yeah, really high. Really kicks. high kicks. <laughs> It's like I, I just like I want to watch conspiracy again. So yeah, well, do you know? I mean, this is—I guess this is like a, a, a like a bit of a positive of this episode is that some of the clips that they showed from episodes did make me want to watch the episodes that they were from. I could definitely want to revisit conspiracy to see how many high kicks there are. Um, <laughs> And like there's there's some pretty cool explosions in. Um, <laughs> it's like basically they have to make 
the, the thing that really works is when they start making Riker think of all the explosions there were. <laughs> and then that, that really pushes the, the, those parasites yes. away, doesn't it? Yeah. Parasites love sexy times, hate explosions. Yeah. They'd be messed up with you, though, wouldn't they, Will? Yes, they would, because I love explosions. <laughs> they wouldn't know what to think. No, they would not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hope I don't get infected by a, uh, an alien vine. Indeed. They <laughs> um, never really... That's the thing. They, they, they find out that the vine is the thing that pricked him, and he got infected through that with some biological stuff that they don't know what it is but they don't they never decide whether it's the vine that's poisoned him or mm. whether it's some like the microbes on the vine yeah that's what i was thinking because it's it feels like the microbes are something that 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 the vine uses to sort of paralyze mm. its prey or mm. something because because they go data and the geordie go back down to the planet to get a sample and they find out that the sort of the the swamp where it is is there's lots of skeletons full of bones full of bones full of bones um so that makes me think that it's the vine that's the thing and it uses these microbes Mm. to paralyze its prey takes a long time though doesn't it yeah but that would but we couldn't but that was interesting but that wouldn't that would mean we couldn't have a clip show. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's the thing. Everything, everything that, is that would have been a prop, that would have been a good episode. <laughs> yeah, he's going to relive memories of the past. He, oh no, he's died. <laughs> oh man, we've 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 got like thirty nine more minutes to do stuff. I mean, yeah, do. none of the bones, none of the things that were bones in the swamp, they didn't have to go through their memories. Sadly, they just died. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Or oh, maybe maybe yeah, they yeah. did get some of their memories, maybe. but no, well, yeah. I guess that's all internalized usually. So who knows? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did start giving a little bit of thought to what the uh, the life cycle of this organism in the vine was, and I thought, well, so is it like the vine inf- gives stabs someone, gives it this organism, the organism then grows in some other living creature, assuming it sort of wanders off, and then you know when the organism sort of essentially breaks the body down, is that its way of like? Spread, you know, pollinating yeah. a new area yeah, as it's seeding it's itself instead of so like a, symbi- a symbiotic relationship with the yeah. vine and the, mm-hmm. and the whatever it is. Well, someone does mention a possible symbiotic relationship and then yeah. they describe a predatory thing. It is conceivable there is a symbiotic relationship involved. Go on. There are numerous animal remains in the area, leading me to hypothesize that the vines could be predatory. So they say it could be symbiotic, and then they say, "Oh, it's the vine killing things to consume them." So that's not. Yeah, not I, I feel like that. That's actually one of the one of the problems of the episode is they they do they do kind of spout out a bunch of different ideas about what <laughs> could words. have happened. Yeah, they do. You know, they do mention symbiotic relationships, and you kind of think, "Oh, okay, so they're going to kind of explore this." But then they absolutely don't. Riker and Geordie don't show up again. They're, How they're many people? What, I mean, no, Data the, and Geordie. What's the crew complement of the Enterprise D? Nearly a thousand people. A thousand and twelve. There must be a, there must be some bo- space botanists on there, right? You think so? Yeah, yeah. you would think yeah. they might have a bit of a bit of a input. Yeah, bit of an input. The engineer. Good about KK? Was she on board at yeah. that point? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. If she wasn't, someone would have been f- filling the position that she eventually comes to take. There was, there's always an arboretum, so mm-hmm. yeah, Man, but yeah, they, they sent down the engineer and the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then they quick, then they're not back on screen again <laughs> for the rest of the episode. They come up with a bunch of ideas, <laughs> and it's like, well, we don't care. This is a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you you would think there was like a scary aliens department on the Enterprise D going. Those guys in scary aliens department, they might be able to help. Vines. Mm-hmm. Like, might be yeah. do, you, mm. do you think the scary alien department furnished Geordie with his tweezers? Yes. That's where he got <laughs> them. He did. Oh, do you think he always... Well, we can't, help you. Yeah, we can't go he, down there because it's, it's too scary. But um, <laughs> give you these tweezers. Clean little... them before you bring them back. There's a bit in the episode where um, Geordie and Data are talking, and Data quite recently says, It would be better if I went alone. 
Don't like my company? Your company is not at issue. Your vulnerability to the microorganism is. I'll watch where I step. Besides, how do we know this bug doesn't like androids more than it likes humans? Possible. Geordie's like, nah, I want to go down. She's not, like, what yeah, like, go in my life, robots more than humans. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, none of those bits are very good, but they they are better than the than when we get into the depth of the of the clip show. And just what, I think one of the most one of the most difficult parts of the episode is that Troy and Pulaski are tr- clearly trying to make the best of the. Well, I mean, the actors are trying to make the best of a bad script, and mm. they are they just end up overacting a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to just just to try and sell it a little just bit, to, it's just like inject some life into it. Yeah, and it just made me a little bit sad. It's like they were so aware that it was such a duff episode. Mm. They were trying so hard to 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 make something of it, and it just just comes off as a bit silly because they they're they're just massively overacting <laughs> um, to mm-hmm. to the to Riker's uh, clips. The feelings were primal, survival emotions. They must be producing a type of endorphin that's poisonous to the organisms. Well, can't you intensify that emotion? I can refocus the impulse pattern even tighter. But I don't know if he can withstand it. He's extremely weak. Do we have a choice? And the thing that really upset me the most that they changed was originally they were going to call it Riker's Brain. And I just thought that would have been a much better title. I read that. Isn't that amazing that they were going to call it Riker's Brain? And also it would have been the worst episode of TNG. Why are you going to say, why why is it called Shades of Grey? I think I, I read that they settled on that title because the episode was like, it was kind of near the, neither here nor there. <laughs> so it's like shades of grey. Let's call it that. No, just call it. Oh fuck it. <laughs> that would have been that would have been a much better time. <laughs> yeah. Look, we did it. But the thing is, they they could have the, the, just calling it Riker's brain sort of gives you a bit more of an idea of a more high concept thing, where actually the whole use of mm. clips and types of memories would, that would have encouraged or or um, prevented the growth of the organism you could actually have like a Riker versus Riker in his own mindscape thing and that you know they could actually mm. rather than just dropping memories in with no relevance to the other action mm. it could have been stuff that you know it, it could uh, it's actually not not ter- not it's not an idea that was unsavable when you when you sort yeah. of give it a bit of yeah. thought sadly uh, no, and, and, and we, we were saying at the at the beginning, Rick. So I think you nipped out for a minute, but we, um, yeah, sorry, I had to pop out. We we were just saying it's not it's not a terrible idea. The idea that somebody might get, um, you know, Riker's been through all of these things. They fought the Borg and the uh, the Ferengi and the, the the skin of evil. And isn't it an interesting idea that at the end of season two? Riker is in mortal peril because he got spiked by a plant, mm. and it's it's mm. actually a really interesting idea, and, and tells us something about how dangerous exploring strange new worlds are. And they they could have made a sort of real point about that. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, Riker even says, you know, it's it's going to happen. We are out here to explore the unknown. So yeah, yeah. Whilst he's just left in the middle of sickbay. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle of the room. <laughs> that was something that made me chuckle. It's just like, he's just kind of, he's not given any privacy. Mm. Um, no. He's just sort of there for people to wander up to and go, hello, how are you doing? And, <laughs> oh, I'm all right, you know, I'm dying. But, but this, this, is a, <laughs> this is a thing, I think, in, in, in Star Trek sick bay sets though you've got all the all the sort of general ward beds on the outside walls and then the operating bed where the serious case is that's like a feature of the room it's right <laughs> in the middle <laughs> bang it's highlighted with like special lights and stuff and like it's like 
give him a separate room or something. Yeah, let's put a curtain up or something. I mean, come on. <laughs> Do you know when this episode would have been amazing if it had been in season seven? Because season seven mm. was when they, they were just like, right, we're going to go for every batshit crazy idea. And they would have made something incredible out of this in season mm. seven. Plus, obviously, yeah. they'd have had six more years of clips to use. So Yeah. But they could have made, I mean, a bottle episode can be absolutely brilliant if it's mm-hmm. well written and and well yeah. put together. And like we said, the, the idea isn't isn't uh, terrible. It's not. You, the, there's there's legs to it. And yeah, um, maybe even the concept that Riker has fifty minutes to live. Mm, that's yeah. a real to re- do a real time episode or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. yeah. Make it really tight, like a sort of a real time, almost like a play, like mm. a one room play. And if the if the writing was good, it could have been brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they could have done amazing stuff with it. So, but it was, you know, season two was a troubled season. It had, mm. you know, the writers' strike; they they really struggled with a lot of stuff. It, it's frustrating because I got the Blu Ray out to watch this, and the two episodes preceding it are flipping brilliant. You got the emissary where we first meet mm. Kayla. And then you've got um, peak performance where they do the war games. And then after those two really high, brilliant episodes, you end the season on this. <laughs> yeah. Because I suppose that's it. It's not just that this is a this is a weak episode. It's a mm. season finale, isn't it? And Yeah. If, if it's not the worst episode of Star Trek ever made, it's definitely the worst season finale ever, mm. surely. Yeah, and it's I mean, sad that this is um, Pulaski's last episode as well. Diane, Diane yeah. and Dag. I mean, I, we're all fans of Pulaski here. I think she's a, yeah. maybe an mm. under, underappreciated character in Star Trek. Um, I would have liked to see more of her. And it would have been great mm. if at least her last episode had been a great sort of sign-off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But in, yeah. instead, it's this, and then the next episode you watch, Crush is back. Which is great because I love I love Crusher, but it's there's just it's not it's barely referenced that Pulaski has been and gone, sort of thing. So, so I don't know if I missed it when I had to pop out, but um, one of the things because we're talking about Pulaski, I really liked the early scene where um, she goes to the transporter room and her and O'Brien have yeah. an awesome bit yeah, of banter. Yeah, that's yeah. a genuinely funny moment. It's a really that. nice bit. Yeah, it is. It's, it's probably it's the standout moment of the whole episode. I think. And it pretty much happens in the season, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's really good. So. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the biggest crime of this episode is not, you know, other episodes that we're sort of looking at in terms of trying to mount a defence have been episodes that are, like, inherently, like, sexist or racist mm-hmm. or... Um, <laughs> Or homophobic, but this episode isn't any of those things. But it's it's boring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it's, that may be the biggest crime of all. Yeah, I just yeah. you know at least if something's something's painfully um, um, dated and problematic to watch, it's, it's it's interesting at least, yeah. and it gives you something to talk about. And you, you can episodes. kind of contextualize it. As you're watching it, you you can you can understand Mm-mm. why it is the way that it is, or, yeah. or at least, or you can at least understand something about that. And, and and you can talk you can talk about you know what maybe what the writers meant it to be like, and and, and was it intended to be that way? And but whereas an episode like this, they're they're just it just felt like no one was really even trying mm. except except for um except for Troy and Pulaski who were who were acting as hard as they could yeah to try and save it mm. i i loved that it wasn't actually the ending it should have been the ending when they did when they it it succeeded the treatment yeah. succeeded and they're, they're both like yay because they, they end with a bit of a joke yeah I'm not sure Riker's kind of delirious I think is he delirious is he pretending to be delirious oh, he's pretending to be delirious okay. pretending I think he's messing yeah he's pretending and then, and then Picard kind of joins in on that yeah. joke yeah and, 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 and they're like 
And I, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jim. It should have ended, it should have cut to freeze frame, and we had like the Cagney and Lacey yeah, and music. Yeah, yeah, of course, I know who I am. I'm Captain Jean Luc Picard of the USS Enterprise. I'm delighted that you're feeling better, Captain. The Admiral and I were worried about you, Captain. I do not believe you have the authority to promote me to the rank of Admiral. Well, it was laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe there's an aside of Picard to be like, you'll never be Captain Riker. Interesting. Interestingly, the episode you were talking about, Rick. Uh, peak performance ends like mm. that as well because it ends in that in it ends in oh. that game where data kind of frustrates um the strategema guy <laughs> into st- and into a stalemate and 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 data ends with that line i didn't win i i busted him up and everyone's like <laughs> yeah and, and like that. but they, they should have i should have freeze framed that as well that was minor. i busted him up What a great episode of Cagney and Lacey that was. <laughs> oh, that that brings me on to Will and I were discussing what other um kind what other bottle episodes or cheap episodes they could have done instead of this. Mm. We were thinking they could um have um if they can't if they can't do a script in time. They should have just done a, a complete improv episode. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need um, I need uh, I need a location. Uh, <laughs> the whole attack. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, oh, someone's ill. Uh, I need, I need yeah. a scenario. Oh, um, uh, um, they're having uh, flashbacks. They're having flashbacks. <laughs> Uh, they're having it's a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing someone's ill, and it's going to be a clip show. <laughs> or Riker's Riker needs to get his trombone waxed, and they're like, um, "So we're running late. It'll be about, it'll be about, 40, it'll be about fifty minutes." And he's just sat in the waiting room, looking through all like, the old magazines. <sighs> oh God. <laughs> that reminds me of the time. <laughs> they could have done like a uh, they could have done like a 45 minute like real time poker game yes I don't know if they were doing the poker game thing at that point actually Ooh. did that not start till when did, when did they first do the poker game uh, that's a good question I don't know off the top of my head yeah. Oh. yeah I don't feel like that was a season one and two thing I don't know is it, is it, has anyone got any other any other resounding positives that they could say about Shades of Grey? Because I suppose we should try and defend it. Mm, we have tried. <laughs> we have tried, haven't we? But we yeah. have failed. <laughs> we we, well, I we think said we, we highlighted that Pulaski O'Brien moment. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's worth watching. Watch I actually quite like the kind of forest set. Because oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. they have some water on the floor. Yeah, so that's quite good. I also like that not only did they um, go in their pajamas, they didn't wear any welly boots, and they're just wading through <laughs> yeah, the water in their, in their shoes, shoes. Yeah, in their dress right. shoes, and they're yeah. getting all the cuffs of their trousers wet. Yeah, oh, that is that, that seems like that's more of a negative than a positive. Yeah. I also like, I'm bringing up Geordie's tweezers again. Hmm. He's got these tweezers. And he get they gets the the claw off with his tweezers, and then he's just they just beam him up with his, <laughs> with his tweezers, yeah. even it's like, a, like a little then, sample packet. But then a... he gets his sample packet out and puts it. He puts it in like <laughs> a little petri dish. When, when he's, he's back, back on the show, why in, yeah? Why in, didn't you do that before we beamed up? He's like, well, I I, I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, do you remember how like Riker is mortally wounded because of the. <laughs> The venom that's well, come everyone's from having this an thing off day and, today, yeah. right? Everyone's just hey, that's my beer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> I didn't drink it. It's okay. Um, I used to do that more often. 
Steal, steal my beer. <laughs> no, just if a drink was in front of me, just think it was mine. It <laughs> yeah, it's like a line of sight kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I see. I see a beer. That beer is my beer. I will drink the beer. It's in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that part is mine. <laughs> anyway, it's um. Yeah, I think I feel I feel like it's hard to defend Shades of Grey, but also I don't hate it. It. it it feels like th- there's a good reason why it's terrible, and um, like it doesn't, it doesn't suck, and it isn't offensive. It's it's just really dull. But doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it being dull make it suck? I, I don't think that. I don't well. know. Do you know? I kind of. One thing I quite enjoyed is seeing all of the uh, all of those clips. <laughs> all of the clips in the clip show because I was like, I don't rewatch season one and two all that much. So I was like, Ooh, there's some more explosions. Yeah. I remember some of the remastered yeah. effects are really good. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch that uh, the one with the three Klingons from series one, Heart of Glory, because there's a clip of that That's in there, and I thought that looks good. Rewatch that, and one of the Klingons is that in that is the same actor who plays Admiral Forrest on Enterprise. But that's, a, that's an unintentional positive about this episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not. I suppose. When, I they suppose. Wrote, when they wrote it, I thought, man, in 30 years' time, it's going to make people think, there are some good bits of shows in this <laughs> yeah. series. Yeah, I guess it's it's a, it's not a great positive when your positive is you, it makes you realise you'd rather be watching some of the other episodes than it references. Yeah, it didn't kill the show. That's a good thing. Yeah. Like, like it, I mean, it wouldn't, I mean, I don't know, it's not fair to label that, but but a poor ending to a series nowadays definitely could, mm. could spell problems for it going forward. So it's, you know, it, it wasn't too damaging to the, to the show because it went on for another five series. Mm. I guess, you know, at least it was an episode where Pulaski was a main character. Mm. It would have been better if she'd had more time and had a proper episode. And a, and, a pro- and if and it, I don't know if, if the people making the show and like Diana Muldaur knew that that was their last episode because they might have shown, shot it out of sequence or anything like that. Um, but it would have been nice. But at least I guess that she is the main character in this show. That's what. That's pretty much all I could think of. <laughs> yeah. But like you say, it's not. It's not. It's not terrible. It's just so unremarkable. Mm. It's yeah. almost. You almost get that. Is almost makes it terrible because it's just. I don't know. You just, just you start you just you start noticing things like why is he just left in sick bay in the middle and. <laughs> yeah. Why, uh, um, the space blankets, maybe the shiny, the sparkly <laughs> space blankets. Yeah, I guess that's blankets. that was kind of cool. They don't even treat his wound, do they? They don't even. There's a shot where they they pan down to the to the wound on his leg, and it's all swollen, and it's and he's with his ripped trousers. And they haven't even put a dressing on it. No, no, and like, like I said, they um, when they when they finish uh, when they've when they've gone through all the memories and the clips mm. and that's cured him, they haven't actually treated the infection in his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I mean, I mean, I, I'm, a, I kind of assume that that's just, he needs to have like spring. leg memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like memories about his leg. <laughs> but they have, they have the shots Uh-oh. in, be, of, um, be very erotic. I the breakdown. <laughs> they have, some people, I guess. They have the <laughs> the shot of um, of his nervous system and how the the green line has been creeping up to his brain, and then suddenly the green line's all gone, and it's all gone, and the infection's mm. all gone. So I'm guessing the idea is that the infection in his leg is gone. It's mm. like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like just a hole. inert or I'm just uh, I'm just scanning through memory alpha for because this is this is widely renowned as a as a really bad episode. Um, just seeing, uh, trying to find some quotes and um, uh, so several reviewers have re- rewatched the episode after the end of the series. And in 2011, uh, Keith Keith DiCadiano rewatched uh, Shades of Grey for Tor.com and admitted that he hadn't seen the episode since the original broadcast, but he said that it was a train wreck. 
and even worse than he remembered. Oh. Because other shows, such as Xena Warrior Princess and Stargate SG-1, mm. had since done much better clip shows. Um, DeCaniado summed it up by saying, in all honesty, they'd be better off doing one fewer episodes. <laughs> the, shorter, the season was shortened anyway by the, season, by the writer's strike, so upping the budget... And and upping the budget on one of the other twenty one episodes, just an awful, awful episode. <laughs> he gave the episode a score of zero out of ten. <laughs> so he thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was actually pretty positive about it. <laughs> yeah. So if, yeah, a few people have really actually been singing its praises, and we're I guess we're in the minority, <laughs> not really caring for it. Um, it's been it's been called absurdly flimsy. Um, <laughs> another reviewer said that the episode just felt lazy on every single level. <laughs> um, oh, it's it was voted. Uh, it it was it was up for the um, uh, for the the position of worst ever episode as voted by Empire Magazine's viewers, but it was actually discounted because they decided as a clip show it shouldn't be included. <laughs> so it was wow. like, it was such a weak episode, it couldn't even be considered for the worst episode because <laughs> there was so little new footage in it <laughs> that it didn't count as an episode on its own. I guess that's that's maybe the most damaging review. <laughs> Um, These the early table episodes were episodes. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. not even an episode, technically. <laughs> I find one um, from Morris Hurley, who co-wrote the episode, who ah. commented, piece of shit. It was supposed to be a bottle <laughs> show. Terrible, just terrible in a way to save some money. I was on the way out of the door. <laughs> right, brilliant. See, it was like I was, I, I was, I was working my notice anyway. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Churn this turd out. Yeah. <laughs> flushed it into the, flushed it into production. <laughs> See you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Morris Hurley. So, I mean, it, it, I, I, I feel like we've sort of defended it as much as we can. We yeah. have found some positives. Um, but not many. No, I mean, I, and I guess some, sometimes even uh, super fans of a show have to admit that not every episode is gold. <laughs> <laughs> this, this watching it for this episode uh, is literally the second time I've ever watched it, mm. um, and that's that's very rare um, for me. Um, and honestly, I'm not planning a third. <laughs> anytime soon and it's not just it's it's, it's just it's just there's not that you kind of keep waiting for the drama to kick in and mm. the clips the clip there's more and more clips have happened and it just doesn't work quite work the the, the drama the tension just doesn't really materialize and it's 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 a shame no. because you can see everyone's trying their best Apart apparently from Morris Hurley who was halfway out the door and just didn't give a shit but uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, it, this episode made me think. A little while ago, I was uh, I was cutting the cutting the hedge in the front garden, and I actually got I got stung by some kind of bug, and oh, yeah. um, and that bite got infected, and it it was it was a little itchy for a while, and I was I was worried about it, and then it it, it really flared up, and I ended, I ended up going to the the walk in NHS center um, because I was really worried about it, and I got some antibiotics, and then. Then I was okay, and I, I have to admit that was like feels like what that was quite. Show, a... what, so what clip show happened <laughs> well, to you? Sadly, sadly, no clip show happened during the that episode of my life, and I you didn't flare up because you were having some some sexy thoughts. <laughs> I was, yeah, admittedly, while I was in the waiting room, I was having sexy thoughts, and then then I started thinking of really violent things that had happened to me, and then then I was fine. <laughs> you just thought about the explosions, and it just it was it went away on its own. Yeah, I was just started thinking of like. Yeah, films like Broken Arrow or Face Off. Are they your Havoc. sexy times? Yeah, yeah, they're the sexy times. <laughs> <laughs> films that don't have John Travolta in them? <laughs> I don't know if there are any films that don't have John Travolta in them, are there? <laughs> none, none that are worth watching anyway, surely. 
But my my, my point it's was when he went to Broken Arrow, I think I did. It's a great, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good film. That, I just that wasn't what I thought. You I was were actually, going to. I've been thinking about Broken Arrow a lot recently. <laughs> I really like it. Never, I don't know many other people who do like it. <laughs> I like I, I like it. It's good. Um, it's a good Christian Slater film. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's not high regarded, highly regarded, but like I preferred Christian Slater in Star Trek Six. <laughs> I like him in Star Trek Six, but I prefer him in Broken Arrow because he's just in him. <laughs> he is. He doesn't get some more screen time. But it's true. nice that Christian Slater. It'd be good to. I don't know. Maybe Christian Slater could come back as that character that he played from Star Trek Six. Oh, he should come back in a Star Trek episode, but as the character he played in Broken Arrow. <laughs> Confusingly. <laughs> but my my point was. Um, when I when I got an infection in my leg from some bugs, that felt like a dramatic time in my life. But I didn't feel like it was dramatic enough to make a TV episode. To end of. season two of your <laughs> yes. life. And, indeed, and in fact, if I was in space on a spaceship and we were going to other planets and shit like that, I probably wouldn't even talk it up all that much. I'd, pr- I'd play that story down. It depends cause... on on what 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 iteration of being in space you are in. Because if you're in, if you're a belter with an infection in your leg, mm. that could be on the float as well. In, in the show, the expanse. In the show, the expanse. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you're on the on the float, so you, there's no gravity to help it drain. Yeah, that's then true. That's, that could be it. Yeah. So. But not in not Star in Star Trek, Trek the Next Generation, <laughs> where um... where science is magic. <laughs> yeah, and... until it isn't. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but all all, all Riker actually, actually had to do was just think about explosions, <laughs> and then he was fine. <laughs> that, I mean, and that's when I got this infection in my leg, which you know, was, don't I don't want to keep going back to it. it was a very troubling time for it. Was it was horrendous? I actually you, probably your leg inflated it was really bad um and and, you know they should make a tv show out of that because it (laughs) was it was a show yeah (laughs) seven a seven season arc (laughs) set in real time over like four days (laughs) where i got a leg infection and a lot of it would be me like oh is it i think it's more itchy than it oh (laughs) drawing a line i think it's expanded oh no it's not expanded just drew the line wrong last oh no it has expanded (laughs) it's worse but really all i needed to do was think about three explosions and it would have been fine <laughs> do you know what? I, th- I feel like we've talked about shades of gray perhaps we we've actually we've talked about is... it for longer than the length of the episode which is way more than it deserves yeah we've also so... stopped talking <laughs> yeah. about shades of gray and talking about other things yeah we have yeah Sorry. my leg <laughs> should it's we the time, time that we want... will trim the hedge <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna edit this episode so that actually ninety percent of it is that story, and then like the other ten percent, we're talking about shades of grey. We might be able to just salvage it for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, does, it, does does anyone want to give any final thoughts about um, shades of grey? Not really. I think we've. Oh my uh, no, I think yeah. I think I think we've expended all our thoughts. Brilliant. This is this is good. This is it's like it's such it's such a bad episode that when I say, "Does anyone have any final thoughts?" Actually, no one does. <laughs> instead, <laughs> normally instead that's of, a key for another half hour. Yeah, yeah. Thank you Bye. for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll be back in the future, of course, with more um, Star Trek conversations. Mm. So. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yes. Um, Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Do you realise how incredible this is? It's tradition. You ever noticed that bum? What? That bum. Oh, no. I will say. I will say. Fewer things. Fewer things. Okay. Enough of this self-indulgence. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, our website is www.loweredexradio.co.uk. You can reach us on the Twitters at at 10backward, 10 being the number and backward being the word backward. 
We're also on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash 10 backward podcast. You can also email us at crew at lowerdexradio.co.uk. On a personal, individual level, my Twitter is at Will Turland. Rick Everson's Twitter is at TrekFanRick. And Rick Palmer's Twitter is at Mr. Imhotep. Hi, thank you again for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you might consider supporting us. We have now have a Patreon uh, where people can uh, pledge small amounts to fund our ongoing projects like uh, keeping our website up to date, uh, um, new audio equipment as we're going along, and potentially uh, opportunities to expand our content. Uh, you can go look at this at patreon.com forward slash radio. Uh, if you don't feel you can donate but would still like to support us, we would love it if you could subscribe to us or however get your podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or we're on various third-party apps. And if you could leave us a review on any of those, that would be fantastic and would be very appreciative. Thanks again for listening, and please tune in for more podcasts from the 10 Backward Crew. Let's make sure history never forgets the name. 10 Backward? Laddie, don't you think you should rephrase that? 10 Backward. 10 Backward. I busted him up. Yeah! <laughs>